Hello, everyone. This is Blake, and I'm here with Pastor Ryan. Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. All right, everyone. We are here to walk through our confession, the confession of 1677-1689, the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. That's our church's statement of faith. So we're going to walk briefly through pertinent sections of our confession. So let's get into this. First question, Ryan, let me ask, why does the confession start with the doctrine of Scripture? That's a great question. I mean, for the month of January, our church has been kind of slowly going through the 10 paragraphs of chapter 1 of Holy Scripture. And I think it starts with the doctrine of Scripture because it's from the Scripture that we learn of all the other doctrines. And so it's very appropriate for our confession to start there because without the Scripture— We wouldn't know what we need to know, by God's grace, about the other doctrines of our God and of our salvation. And so that's why our confession starts, as it does, with Scripture. Okay, that's helpful. So let's take a few minutes here. Is there anything in this chapter, any particular paragraphs, phrases, that you want to to highlight? There's 10 paragraphs, so there's a lot to highlight. Anything in particular you want to highlight? Yeah, I mean, I think as, you know, our church is reading through it um, over this last month, I mean, in these 10 paragraphs, some of them are fairly self-explanatory. You know, there's an entire paragraph that just lists the books of the Bible. What is the Scripture? And that's appropriate to do when you're talking about the Scripture, but also what the Scripture is not. But I think a couple of things are worth highlighting. Firstly, in paragraph 1, The confession says that the Holy Scripture is the only sufficient, certain, and infallible rule of all saving faith, knowledge, and obedience. Although the light of nature and the works of creation and providence do, and then it goes on to say, manifest certain things. And I think this is important because what this is saying is that creation speaks of the glory of God. That there is a sense in which in natural revelation, general revelation, God has revealed certain truths about himself. Romans 1 declares this. And so there is knowledge to be had from studying the creation and studying the world God has made. But special revelation, the scriptures specifically, are where we learn about salvation and where we learn about uh, the doctrines of our God. And so I think we need to avoid thinking that the only place we can ever learn something at all is from the Bible. But we also need to avoid the idea that, um, you know, we don't need the Bible. All we have to have is, is creation itself. So the light of nature is God revealing certain things through what he has made. But as you continue, I think there are a couple of other uh, things in this Uh, chapter that are worth pointing out. One of them is that revelation has ceased. And this is important to say, we shouldn't expect that God is going to reveal things to us today in the same way that he did to the prophets of old or the apostles of the New Testament. Um, Rather, the Lord God leads his people and he chiefly leads them through his word. In fact, there's another term in one of these paragraphs, and that is the term illumination. It's better for us to say, it's more precise for us to say, not God told me something, but that God takes his word and gives our hearts its truth by illumining or illuminating that truth therein. And so we now today have the illumination 
of the Holy Spirit through Scripture. Does that make sense? Yes, and and the confession does. Even this chapter, though it's about the Scripture, does highlight the role of the Spirit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, just real fast, I think um, in addition to these things, one other thing worth pointing out is that we believe that the Scripture was written by men chosen of God and inspired of God, but that once the Scriptures were written, the Word itself says that the Lord will preserve His Word throughout all ages, and the Scripture speaks to the preservation of Scripture. And what that practically means is that the copies— of manuscripts written by Peter and Paul and others are going to be preserved down through the ages. You know, in our day, there is sort of the view that we need to figure out uh, the best manuscripts, and if we find new manuscripts in a desert somewhere, maybe we'll really know what the Word of God is. And of course, that's a little bit of an exaggerated way of saying it, but I think a better, more biblical understanding is that the Lord has preserved His Word throughout all ages— and has promised to do so. And so it's important for us to consider how the church down through the ages has received his word. So the preservation of Scripture is also worth pointing out. Right. So we're not going to lose any books of the Bible anytime soon is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and then lastly, I think as we as a church this, this month close this chapter and move to, Lord willing, chapter 2, not only does this chapter speak to what the Scripture is, what it's not, how we are to think about it, how it's our sole source of authority for faith and practice. We also see in this chapter uh, some discussion of how to interpret Scripture. And so perhaps in a future episode, you and I can talk a little bit about what the Confession says about interpreting Scripture. All right, good stuff again. So one last question. You've already highlighted some of the ways our Confession is distinct. Anything else you want to highlight? How is our Confession distinct from, say, modern-day statements of faith that we often see in other modern evangelical churches? Yeah, it's a great question. I think, obviously, we've noted that it's lengthier than most modern confessions of faith. And, you know, we live in a day where people are willing to say much less when they ought to say a little bit more. Uh, so the length, obviously, is noticeable. It, As you mentioned, prior to us pressing record, it's also a, a document um, that comes out of the Reformation and that period of time where there was the necessity to specifically deal uh, in detail with the importance of the doctrine of Scripture, right, and all that was happening in Western Christianity uh, with the Roman Catholic Church. Um, but, you know, I think as we think about this confession, I think one other thing is to remember that it is time-tested and historically tested. What is written here is not just something that someone thought about yesterday, but it's yeah. been through nearly 400 years of time testing. And so it's not biased based on just the few little things that we're dealing with, but it's appropriate for various generations. And so I think the time-tested piece is, is very crucial for us. So those are some things that I would say. Yeah, okay. Again, helpful. And that's a wrap. So... To our family and friends at Grace Baptist Chapel, we hope and pray this is of service to you as you consider the confession this year. And Lord willing, we'll see you guys again soon.